Next, I'd like to introduce. Throw your hands in the hair if you're a true player. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is good. Good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. He's going to give a special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. Davis brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? Youngest, medium, old. On all three of them, actually. Now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> and welcome to the big show. Paulie, what do you got? Uh, I got phone numbers for us, 437-7644, if you'd like to call in and talk about the topics we're going to broach today. Well, we got some great ones today, so we're going to talk a little, we're going to open up a little NFL playoffs, then we're going to talk about the Syracuse basketball game, and we have a young man, his name is, D- is Dave? Dave Amidon. Dave Amidon, who From hit, Hill. who hit... The three-pointer for a 1,000 cash is going to come on and sit in. Of course, we've got Throbbin' Robin Baldwin here with us. <laughs> Robin Robin. Throbbin' Robin. <laughs> That's she, me. She makes all the men of Throbbin'. And the crowd oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Throbbin' Robin. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right. The Jackson 5 did that. No, it was the Rolling Stones. It was the Rolling Stones that sang Throbbin' Robin. Oh, yeah. So, And then we're going to come back. We've actually bought the items, some of the items, that I spent thousands of dollars on, and I'm going to cut Robin to the quick now when I explain to her about her Louis Vuitton bag, and uh, and 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 explain to her that I don't just buy things because I think that they're cool looking, and there's some research that goes into them. But that's going to be at the half hour. Right now, I'm going to sit with Paulie, and we're going to talk about how our Buffalo Bills get into the playoffs. Did you Your see this? Buffalo Bills? Yeah, my, my, they're not yours at all. No, I'm a Steelers fan. I can't be liking the Bills. You're going to be from up here, and you're going to root for the Steel Curtain? I jumped on the bandwagon in the 70s. They were good. Wow. Yeah, that's Lynn Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw and Lynn Swan, yeah, John Stallworth. Stallworth. Yeah. Me and Joe Green. Um, okay, so the Buffalo Bills at 8-7, and seven, the Bills would also need, they need to beat Miami. They need to get losses from the Chargers and the Titans, or... A victory over the Dolphins and a loss by the Ravens in order to get into the playoffs. But if the playoffs were to take place right now, these are our matchups that we're looking at. Yeah, and the uh, Dolphins play the Bill. The Bills play the Dolphins. I'm trying to see who the Chargers play. The Chargers play Oakland. So that's it. Well, that's a that's a, that, that's no gimme. No, and uh, the Chargers. Who are the Ravens? The have? Ravens are playing the Bengals. So it's basically a couple Ooh. of even match teams. The Bengals have been terrible. The past couple of weeks. I look for the Bengals in the upset over the Ravens. Where's that game being played? Let me click on it here for you. You should know this AFC North. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we don't have an answer. No. I don't, I Texas don't. where the game is. Uh, um, so, okay, let's go back to the board. You ready? Yep. You're killing me. Dead time now. The great one right now is in his Learjet, burning fuel, circling over here, about to drop a nuclear bomb on the show. Joe Salzone entering the room, ladies and gentlemen, a.k.a. Larry Dickman. Larry, do we have a feed? Hey, Larry. And there's your playoff picture. So right okay. now, the Jags would play the Titans. Okay, Robin, Jags or Titans? Jags. Jags, I agree with Robin. Uh, Ravens or Chiefs? Chiefs. 
I agree with Robin. Falcons or Rams? Ooh. Falcons. I agree with Robin. Wow, Robin and I are three for three. What happened? You just killed me. We were, we were, we were doing so well. Panthers or Saints? Saints. I agree with Robin on every game. I got that's, it. That's crazy. That's symmetry. It's Wow. It's almost like you guys are a couple or something. Wow. We tune into each That's other. Strong. And so these are buys up here. Uh, yeah, the buys. Okay, are and the these Patriots are in the hunt Steelers. that could take place of teams that are down here. That's it. You're walking out. <laughs> she made her picks and it's well, out. she made her picks and she's gone. <laughs> the bathroom That's is calling. That's why Robin rolls, man. It doesn't matter what's going on. We could be in the middle of almost anything. Oh, actually, anything. And when she has to go tinkle, it's over. We were in a place one time looking at a big diamond, and out of nowhere, in the middle of the conversation, she just goes. I have to pee. And so the guy looked at her like, we're looking at these rocks that were the size of my fingernails, you know, and she goes, yeah, I have to pee. And the guy was hard into the middle of his pitch, you know, like trying to get us to get this, you know, this one's 70,000. I'm like, what are you kidding me? I'm not spending that kind of money on a ring. I have, you got anything for 5,000? I have been ra- in radio for 25 years and never had anybody get up and walk out in the middle of a show to go to the restaurant. Right? That's what, totally, but that's my life. That's my life is whatever, whatever Prissy wants, that's it. That's the way I roll. I learned the hard way after so many failed relationships. All right, so all right, so now you, Titans, Jags. Yeah, Jags are going to win. Okay, game. Ravens, Chiefs. I would. Uh, that's a tough one. The Chiefs got potential to beat any. I'm going to go Chiefs. Same as us so far. Falcons, Rams. Uh, Falcons. That's same as us. Panthers, Saints. Uh, Panthers. Wow, you go against me. That's my Super Bowl champions right Saints? there. The New Orleans Saints. Man, I, I like the way the Panthers are playing. They I think win. it's true. I think it's time for the breeze. Okay, so then we'll, we'll we'll come back to this and we'll take a look at that. Now, the the lowest seeded winner would play the Patriots as of right now, and then then the other winner would play. So we would have it: Jags, Steelers, Chiefs, Patriots. Chiefs, Patriots, yeah. Yeah, that, that, you know, the Patriots are going to be tough to beat for. I, I, I want to see a rematch of that game because I think the Steelers got robbed. I think the Steelers got robbed. This whole thing that you know brings up what we were talking about yesterday about this replay thing. I got slaughtered on social media for that, by the way. I wasn't reading Twitter during the show. I got killed for, like, you're stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But it's not. It, it, people thought we were saying you should just get rid of instant replay altogether. No, no, we didn't say we should, but but right now it's bogging the game down. If you really made it count, you know, like they got, you know, and again, it could get modified. Listen, I thought the rule of of the kickoff is going to come back. I think they're going to change that. We're not seeing any kickoff returns. Kickoff returns are exciting ways to get guys into games that can really change the outcome. Special teams has always been considered a category in the game. We're not seeing as many punt returns. We're not seeing any kickoff returns anymore because you've moved the ball off. Move it back the other five yards. Let the guys field the ball at the negative one or two yard line and decide whether they're going to take that bad boy out. It's exciting. And it can change a game. Yeah, well, that's where the concussion protocol has hurt the game. Like, I think it's taken the excitement out of the game where they, they don't want it's people... It's football. You run into people with your head, for God's sake. I agree with you 100%. You, you know, I feel like you and I are in the minority in that, but, that we, but that's part There's of the a game. higher chance of getting a, a venereal disease in porn. <laughs> yes, there is. You're right. Yes, there is. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So you we should... protect them the best we can. <laughs> 
<laughs> Their heads are covered. Their heads are covered. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you just say that? <laughs> We're talking it? about NFL Yes, football. I know. Oh, NFL football. Oh, oh helmets. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I myself wear a Magnum helmet, but that's besides the point. Hello now. Hey, honey, oh, we're going to get your phone away. Why are you, ha- well, you were just handing me your phone. I'm not going to get your phone away. Because, now, now, Wait, Pauly- I, need, I need to show my phone case. Pauly, to- oh, you want to show, oh, that's true. Well, that's another segment. Okay. So Polly was just saying, how many years? 25 years. 25 year career. He has never seen someone just get up in the middle of a segment <laughs> well, and get- walk out. <laughs> I had, I drank hot water and I got, I got everything moving really, so I had to go, Sorry. 25 year career and he has never seen someone I said that you just watching my wife that's my wife I remember when Lem was showing us the uh, Lemp was showing us the rings and you just the righteous rocks right in the middle of the thing you were like I gotta go to the bathroom we all looked at each other when you gotta go you gotta go yeah you're the epitome of that the princess when she decides something no holds back gotta go yeah I see that Yeah, I'm back quick see hi you did well I'm back you did very very well uh, so he's pretty much with us on the picks, with the exception of he's taking the Panthers over my Super Bowl champion, New Orleans Saints. I'm taking them all the way. Who are you taking all the way? The Steel Curtain? No, I can't. I don't think the I don't think they can beat the Patriots. I think the Patriots, Vikings, and the Super Bowl. So you didn't watch that game that they just played and thought that they yeah. were in that game and could beat them? I've also watched the past five years of games and they can't beat them. No matter what, ha- they can't beat that team. You know what though? You're buying, what about, what you're about the Syracuse Clemson game? It, it's not the same. I, the Patriots have their number. Are you, look, not... <laughs> you look at me like you're shocked. <laughs> so I think the Patriots and Vikings are going to face off in the Patriots you just never know what's and the Vikings. Happen. No, Vikings aren't going to get in. The Saints are going to beat them. Their defense is sick. Yeah, the Saints are going to beat them. All right, Big Drew. It's Big Drew. We'll all put the lunch way. on it. If it comes down to no, oh, oh, so so you're a fan of the Steel? God, you guys, it's so strange up here. Because we could be talking about people that are fans of teams, and they could just backdoor throw them under the bus at, at any given time up here. I don't follow anything blindly. I'm a realist. I go strictly with my intuition. I don't even pay attention to what's going on. I just go with my intuition. Yeah, she's one of the ones that goes, ooh, I like the color of that horse. I'm betting that one, and it wins. I'm a diehard Steelers fan. I would love for them to get to the Super Bowl, but realistically, the Patriots are the best team in the NFL year in, year out, and they haven't beaten them in a long time, and... So I think the Patriots. Oh, I think I think the Miami how about, Dolphins proved how exposed the New England is. Well, Gronk wasn't there. If they can shut down Gronk, anybody can beat him. Gronk wasn't there, honey. Is Gronk? <laughs> <laughs> how about if Polly buys lunch anyway? <laughs> no matter what, no matter who wins. I love you, babe. This is my intuition. Hunter, I love Polly's going to buy lunch anyway. Polly's going to end up buying lunch. No, Polly's on a on a strict uh, salary right now. Okay, he's well, paying, we're gonna uh, be start- he's you know, paying Paul, palimony buy, to his uh, stripper girlfriend. After, by lunch after January 1st, because we're going to be on a fruit cleanse. <laughs> does, does, uh, does Josh secretly sit and listen to the show? I don't know. I, I don't. I think he's a closet listener. He could. He'll probably go back and listen on podcast at least. He'll go back and listen to it? Really? Yeah, if that- he's got free time, yeah. What's he got but free hey, time right now? Yeah, what's he doing? He's got kids. Oh, yeah. So he's out there making snowmen and. Yeah, he- cookies Are they video with his kids? kids? Are they video kids with him? Uh, I, I don't know that. He's deep Josh, in that Josh and I have been friends for 10 years, and I don't know a damn thing about Do his Do any of life. you socialize here? No, no, I don't socialize with it. I think we're all very reclusive, like, you know, I've all noticed hermits. that. I've noticed that. I don't want to hang out with I said something about having, like, a function at my house. 
I said, they're going to have everybody out. And Robin and I were like, yeah, let's do that. So we thought about putting something out for like, you know, the second week of January or whatever and just have all the employees come over. And I brought that up to a couple of them. They went, you're going to what? I have an annual Super Bowl party. You guys are invited to. You have a Super Bowl party at your house? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Chateau Pauly? <laughs> Chateau Pauly? Yeah. Yeah. One bedroom apartment, Pauly. Yes. You can come out and, and uh, watch the games. I put big screen for the Super Bowl, big screen for Puppy Bowl. So you can watch between the two. You put two big screens in your one-bedroom apartment and invite everybody there? Yeah. And everyone just bring something? No, we can, I, we can bring I, something? I, I, I Don't get Don't we catered. bring, like, Doritos? No, I get it. I get, you take catered. I get it catered. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah so. Where do you put That's it with really the bodies, nice. though? What if everybody shows? It's like in the 30, living room. people. In the living room. 30 people in the living room? Yeah, no, so, I don't. No, it's, I, I'll take it back. I invite, I invite the sports people. people. <laughs> Come to my ah, party, so, yeah. so it's not like so the all ESPN the girls staff, no. and the secretaries and their husbands. No, and, I invite the staff that works at ESPN that I look over to come to my Super Bowl. Party, I so. see. Yeah, I, I, could, see. I could not. I could not fit the whole office. I was going to say because we just went to the the uh, the great Ed Levine Christmas party at uh, at Turning Stone, and there was had to be fifty people there. Yeah, I couldn't do that. No. I was well, I was going to say you'd be challenged to do that. Yeah, but no, it's yeah. normally about ten people. I got it. I got, and do they bring their spouses? Uh, no one. In, no, they're, no, they're not invited. Every, they don't no, work they're close. invited. I'm on the show, so I can say this now. Yeah. So you're under yeah. Polly. Yeah, you can come yeah. to the you can come to the uh, the party yeah. if you'd like. Everybody, their spouses are invited, but nobody nobody's good looking enough to have a significant other on our staff, <laughs> 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 including Robin. myself. Yeah. yeah, come on out, watch the game. Robin wears cheerleader outfit to the game. Oh yeah, she'll wear the whole thing. You believe Daniel? Not for you know a what second. I forget sometimes? <laughs> I, I'll make faces and stuff like that. And I forget. Oh wait a second! I'm on the radio. I have to actually make a sound. No, you're, you're, we're, a sound. We're hey. Oh, it, we're you streaming go, today, right? You want to go? Yes. We are. We're streaming. To, are we back on? Yes. Everything's yeah, right working there, today. Look, yeah. Right there. Told you, Rob. Waving to myself. So Hi, ho- Rob. So hopefully Dave Amadon is out there waiting for us. The guy who yeah, hit the thousand dollar shot, uh, and we'll bring him in and talk. Yeah, he's like a shooter. Do we have we have it live that we can? Watch the can video we, can with me. Yeah, I up? can pull it up on Facebook. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to pull it so up. So is his middle name Shooter now? Sh- Shooter, Shooter Amadon. Yes. Shooter yeah. Amadon. He also has a Dave very Shooter short Amadon. porn career. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, we'll, we'll get into it, but there, there's a... We'll get into it? Thank there, you. Thank there's you. A, uh, you. Shooter, we're going to get into it. You have a uh, you have an issue with the, his three-point shot. I, I want to talk to him about it because I know uh, oh, no. from experience, when you shoot a banker, you call bank. You got a call bank. So uh, he's, did he, did he's he, getting money in his bank. He's got he's got a grand coming. He's got a grand of the great ones cash. So we'll find out in a second on he's ESPN his Radio bank. Syracuse. He is. The Orange Women open ACC play tonight at Notre Dame. Tip time seven. Orange pregame six forty five. On the pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio ninety seven point seven and one hundred point one. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. So, as you may recall from yesterday, um, Robin, Robin Baldwin, my wife, uh, received a Louis Vuitton bag as one of her gifts uh, for Christmas. I have the bag. We said we were going to bring it in. Now, this was um, a no-go for Robin. Here, let me take it out. Let me show it to you. This very, very interesting, colorful Louis Vuitton bag. Now, Robin, go ahead. Tell the audience why. Why you uh, and I put it out on Facebook, and I'm going to put it out here. There's a picture of it on our site for you to take a look at this bag, and for you to tell us what you think of this bag. Would you wear it? Would you not? 
Um, do you like it? Do you not? But please keep in mind what Robin doesn't know, and I'm about to set her straight on today on the show, is a lot of thought, actually, in what Robin represents to me, as opposed to just getting her any Louis Vuitton bag. There is a reason I picked this Louis Vuitton bag. But go ahead, Robin, you tell us about the bag. What you think? About that bag? <laughs> no, Robin, about, about some other bag. Well, okay, in my mind, I was picturing it like an everyday classic um, maybe square. I told him square. I love square bags, sh- long shoulder strap, um, maybe, you know, a buckle clasp or something like that. That's just, you know, elegant, classy. It can have a twist of funk to it. And when I opened the box, I was a little taken back when I saw that bag. Yeah. Just because it was, it was not um, square and it's not... Um, doesn't have a shoulder strap and it's not like an everyday type of bag. It's definitely a statement piece. That's a statement piece bag. And then I asked him something about a giraffe. And, it, um, it's brown, yellow, and tube shaped, and uh, it's double strapped. It's it's not hideous. I don't think. Like, is this well, a guy thing? Like, it's, no, look, it's it's cool. And it's kind look. of a giraffe print. Yeah, I would say that. But it's not like something if I saw, I'd be like, what in the hell is she wearing? Well, allow me now to um, explain more as I looked into the variety of bags. Now, keep in mind, these bags are 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. I mean, they, they go way up there. But this is a Yeo Kusama bag. It's a, um, a famous artist in Japan. The long, strange art and life of Yeo Kusama. On the surface of this well-fueled publicity blitz, Yeo Kusama is a dotty, no pun intended, old grandma all about fun polka dots and puffy balloons, including her eye-popping window display at the Louis Vuitton store on 5th Avenue and 57th Street. On the inside, which all of the, the W Magazine air kisses and world can conceal, Kusama is about decades of raging struggles with precarious mental balance, gender, ethnicity, money, power, class, self-mythology, annihilation, life and death, pepped with a bit of wonder. You have to ask yourself why this 83-year-old has voluntarily remained inside a mental institution, a mental institution in Japan, as her home base. It is because it's quirky, arty place to live, or have poverty, sexism, and ethnocentricity has been an obstacle over the years that she needs the structural support. People have wondered if she's a nut job or a dedicated artist or both. She is perpetual fly in the ointment, the queen bee who just doesn't bust out of the hive yet. So this woman is a representation in Japan um, of of many women who have not been able to break out of the social norms. Um, and so when I saw that and I saw what she was about and read more about her and became a fan of her artwork 10 years ago and knew about the fact that she was actually in an institution while she was doing this artwork, um, um, she represents so many things that women are afraid to be, as does my wife. So my wife actually got a bag that had more meaning to it than just what the bag looked like. It was a statement about women Honey, and what my wife represents to me. I, first of all, that's that was be- deep. That's, yeah, that's beautiful. Daniel's um, a genius, by the way. Um, he, I love the idea that she's like 83 years old, um, quirky, an artist. Um, you kind of starting to lose me a little bit when you said she's lives in a mental institution. She does. And she, she does. Her artwork has she to do does. With don't worry, it's emotionally coming. imbalanced. Yeah, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story and stuff. It's just that I, 
Yeah, you don't have to like it's the a, bat. I, do, I like him more now. Yeah, I'm, a, oh yeah. I'm winning votes and hearts right now. I know Daniel's working this bag really hard. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the bag. I told her, I'm gonna have a strap put here, right where that goes, and another one put here. You're not gonna ruin it. And I'm gonna wear, and I'm gonna wear the bag with my scarf and grow my hair long until they institutionalize me. Uh, how about we just institutionalize you now, honey? No, but, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. No, no. Let's, let's go, go to the rest of the. Let's okay. go to the. Okay, yeah, so here's my Syracuse. Let's arm. move on. Okay, so I got that to, that bag. No. Yeah. Before uh, before we get into the other stuff, if you'd like to take a look at this bag, you're listening on the radio. Go to Twitter at ESPN Syracuse is the Twitter account. There's a picture of Daniel holding the bag, and there will be a poll up: Is the bag ugly? Yes or no? And then tomorrow's show, we will give the results of uh, yeah. what the. What the awesome. what the yeah. people think of? We'll be bagging it tomorrow. The giraffe please, bag. Please be honest. Don't be afraid of Daniel. Yeah, don't, don't be, afraid. be afraid of me. Don't be afraid of Robert. Nothing to be scared right. of. What else did you? All hear? right. So these are the Gucci shoes. This is for a Syracuse basketball event or any Syracuse event. Yeah. I got these bad boys. What do you think? I don't hate them. The orange may be a little love, off. Your 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 take. I don't hate them. That, that's no rave right there. No, See, but they like got the, they got the, the orange Gucci, is a little. Got the, the Gucci in there. It's a little off, but she's a little off. Wait, wait. Daniel says, wear if, these to a basketball event. I mean, yeah. that might be a little tough in Syracuse in the winter. Come on. But. With March Madness, she can wear them yeah, in March. Yeah, in spring, I can see that. Wait, I can wear these. They're the how hot that's about With a four that. inch heel, yeah, right? And I, then I can belong in the mental institution. No, no. That's about a four that. inch heel, right? Um. Y- Oh, it is about it is about four That's inches. That's a yeah. lot of work. And that this is where oh, you, yeah. this is where you got me. You have a, you yeah, have signed that up bag those shoes and this. You have signed like up that. for what like is a, the equivalent of Omaha Steaks of underwear for women. I do. I get a, a monthly. <laughs> a month, and, and, I get the monthly delivery. So it's called what is it? Adormy.com? This is every Adore man me. should do this for their wife. Actually, so this is a great thing to do for your wife. Okay, so really, I get it the, makes check them, this it out. It makes them feel like you've actually thought about. So what is it? It's like Bark Box. You untie the ribbon. It's a play box. And it box. reveals. It's like a nothing. dress up time. Oh, so it's just bras and panties monthly? Oh, bras, panties, outfits. It's a bark box. He actually, he actually picks them out. I pick them out. Oh, yeah. you get to pick them out. They don't just randomly send oh, you stuff? Oh, no, no. I get to go through the. Oh. Oh, yeah. See, we do bark box for the dog. And they oh, send, is that what bark box? Yeah, they send a no, box of a, toys for this the is dog. A, this is a Daniel box, really. This is this is a, a that's gift. pretty awesome, though. This is the See? gift that keeps on giving. That right. is awesome. That, right. That's a great gift. It's like Fruit of the Month Club. Yeah, if you she, I mean? if, if she, <laughs> if she, it is. It's Omaha Steaks. It is. If she's into it, yeah, you got to do that. That's it's a no. Fun. And she'll bro. go upstairs and throw them on. That's a no brainer. You know what a lot of people say? A lot of people say, "Well, wait a second. We've got kids at home. It's not so easy." Listen, we've got emergency custody of an eight and nine year old at home. Big Dave, two, two little girls that want to always come knocking at the door. You can't even go to the bathroom without one of them coming to the door and going, "Robin." So I God created locks on the door. Stop, stop complaining. <laughs> uh, off stop of complaining. Twitter, PK PWK says it looks like a giant bumblebee. <laughs> it, does. it does. It looks like this an African bumblebee. This was not the bumblebee. art crowd that was going to say this was a great bag. It looks like an African bag. I think that when she was in the mental institution and she did that bag, she was eating bananas. Don't you dare make fun of her. She was so, eating bananas. It's banana yellow, and it's from so it's from Africa. We uh, I don't get, I don't get as a guy where that would come in to play as like something that's off putting to people. Like it's banana yellow. In brown, but it's not like something that's hideous. Would you not wa- walk around in public with that? 
Well, she's too big time. I, I mean, I She's will. Too it's, a, it's a kind of bag that makes a statement. So you can wear it one time for the amount of money that that bag is. You can wear it one time, and then with our life, suddenly she's if worried I, about money. Now she's did, worried about money. I'm, I'm, I'm very um, careful. I'm careful with how I spend money. I'm a You're saver. Never careful I'm a with saver. my money. Yes, I am. I'm a saver. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here. Big Dave's here, and Daniel Baldwin showed. Dave Amadon, who won the uh, Dave Shooter the, the, yeah, the uh, thousand bucks last night on ESPN Radio Syracuse. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that's his name. Syracuse football plays here and into the end zone. Touchdown, Orange. ESPN AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we are back. Big Dave is with us. Dave Amadon. Dave Amadon, who stroked it from three-point land. Robin, do you need to move that microphone a little bit? There you go. <laughs> to make a little just, noise. This is what just happened. Ready? Look. Look, this is what you just did. <laughs> While I'm talking. What's wrong, what's wrong with that? About, yeah. Robin, ladies and gentlemen, Robin, Robin Baldwin, always there for fun and games. Uh, so, so I want to go. Can we do the replay? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put it up on the Facebook page. It's up on Facebook. Oh, do we have a ESP- replay? Someone calling it from the game? No, no one called it. I was just oh, me videotaping it no from my phone. No one called it when you went up there, Dave. No, it's just uh, it's just up and out. Oh my god! Yeah, get right up on that microphone. There All right, go. so so take us through it now. So take us through. You're out there now. What the people out here may not realize is. Dave is a school teacher and a basketball coach, so it's, it's a not ringer. Like, it's not like you're not able to stroke. It's that they didn't put some bum out of the audience. You can shoot. Uh, apparently, I can. Apparently, you can. Apparently, yeah. All right. So, are you thinking banker from the top of the key? I'm thinking I don't want to airball it. I'm thinking I want to throw it as past the front of the rim, and uh, I did push it harder, and it, I got I got lucky on the bank. Got, it was a little lucky with the banker. I, I definitely was talent. going not to airball. It got it got the square though. That's what yeah. it's there for. That's what's he there. Got, for. He lined up on the square, didn't he? Yeah, that was intentional. If I went far enough, it was going to work. Wow, now, a, it was a fallback. Right. There's twenty thousand people there before. I'm sure that's the most you've ever shot a basketball in front yes. of. Were you nervous yeah. out there at that? You know, like I yeah. would have been. I've got uh, a section three hundred eight. I got season tickets for the last fifteen years. And we all know each other up there. They're all cheering for me. I gave them a wave ahead of time. Um, 20,000 people is a lot. I just kind of close it out. Um, I had my nine-year-old there videotaping on the phone. So I, was, I looked at him, and then I got the ball eventually. Um, if, you, if you see the video, it's, they're, like, waiting, and then they're, they're waiting, and then they're waiting, and I, I just would like to have the ball. <laughs> and then uh, I got it, and I keep hold it and let it rip. Video is up on uh, ESPN Syracuse Facebook and Twitter. The Facebook video is much better quality than the Twitter one for some reason. See, now, now when Dave tells the story, this is more like, you know, Babe Ruth when he called the shot. You know what I mean? He looked up at 308. <laughs> he looked at he got He asked for the ball. He looked at his son. I mean, I could turn this into a film. I could. Was there, now, what's going to happen with 1,000? Where does that go? Uh, we'll figure that out. Hopefully not just something boring. Hopefully, I got kids that look for a Lego Death Star. Um, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Who is more excited, you or your son? Um, I think we all were. I, when I got back up to 308, my uh, my uh, six year old's up there. He was really excited. We're talking to D- we're talking to Dave Amadon. He won a thousand bucks yesterday, uh, hitting a three pointer at the SU game from uh, ESPN Syracuse. Money that'll come out of my paycheck. I'm assuming. Good. 
Was the, 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 <laughs> not mine. The, I don't get one. <laughs> the, is the wife fired up? Yeah, everybody's all fired up. She's in three hundred eight too. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm imagining you're going home and you're the hero. We uh, we had a good time. Yeah. Did you get to keep the ball? No, they Why just not? took that back. I don't know. Oh. Kind of kind of got a high five from Otto, and they just kind of. Thank you so much for having on. Can you get a t-shirt? No. No. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess he got a thousand bucks. Robin, you want to deflate the situation anymore? You can buy a ball and a t-shirt, though. Did they trip you on the way up the court? Exactly. Did they kick you on the way down? No, no, Jeez, Robin. I'm very proud of him. I'm excited for his kids, actually. They were probably so excited to see their dad do that. Under pressure like that to see your dad stick that shot, that must have been huge. They went to school of bragging rights. There, there's a bunch of his friends there. The older, uh, my older son. So they, they had Facebooked it already by the time I got back up to my seat. So do you have a nickname now? In 308, do they call you like? Nah, just we're gonna we designate your shooter now. I'll take that. Your shooter. I'll take that. And uh, you're obviously a season ticket holder, a sports radio fan. Uh, yeah. What did you think of the game last night? And uh, was, what do you think of the shoot team? I like this team. They're fun to watch. Um, they're young and they're, they, they've hustled their brains out on defense. Do you have um, a favorite player? Uh, you can pick you know, more than one. Battle's fun to watch when he's on. You know, Merrick's really gritty guy. He's one of the guys I really like to watch because he uh, gets it done. How long did you say you had the tickets for? Long time. The year after. 15 the years. Oh, the year after the national the after, championship? Yeah. Right. We've done a lot of, been to a lot of games. We got the six overtime game down at Madison Square Garden. Did a bunch of times down at the Big East tournament and stuff like that. Awesome. I was at the game that uh, that got me the, the shot here. The, um, the the trivia question last week. What was the trivia question? You guys asked. Um, oh, it was Georgetown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you went Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the last uh, conference win in a tournament for yeah. Syracuse. Awesome. That's right. Wow, that's big, man. Well, well, congratulations, bro. I think that's very very exciting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, very exciting. New for me. All right, Dave, get that Death Star Lego. Yeah. Immediately. I'd like yeah. that, too. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. All right. All right. Thanks Happy for coming on the show. Yeah, Happy New Year. So now Year. I want to talk a little bit more about what happens at this basketball game. So we beat Eastern Michigan, which is a Mid-American Conference team. I played myself in the MAC, so I know all about the MAC. Um, 62 to 47. This is not a surprise. I mean, I mean, we're supposed to beat up Eastern Michigan. Well, yeah, and it also showed to me that what this team needs to do. The first half was tie game going into half. They couldn't knock down a jump shot to save their life in the first half. They come out, they hit four three-pointers in the second half, and it's a completely different ballgame. They start every game this way, though. They, they, they let these teams linger around, or they, or they get out to a bit of a lead, and then they let them close the gap. They, the, the the thing that bothers me is they don't have that knife to stick it in their ribs, you know, and really put them down when they get, when they get them. And I worry about that when they get into ACC games because when they're playing teams that they're really going to wish that they had put the dagger to because these teams will be good enough to come back and actually beat Syracuse. Yeah, and the other thing is, look at this number, 47, 62-47. If you hold the team to 47 points, you got to win that game no matter what. Their defense is outstanding this year. I think the other, the, uh, the big number is that 62 you got. Syracuse has got to be over 70 to win ball games. I think for for the rest in the but ACC. But not if they hold them to 47. They no, don't. no, but when you're play, you're not going to hold an ACC team to 47. No. no when you're, you're but if Syracuse can get in that 70 75 point range, they could win a few ball games. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, I still think that they're a tournament team. 
I think that they're, you know, uh, it's great, like you pointed out, they have taken teams that they had to dispose of, and they've gotten the job done. So, you know, besides Kansas, which I think we all thought they were going to lose that game, and St. Bonaventure, which I personally think they should have won that game, um, you know, so besides that, that, that one St. Bonaventure game, they're right where I've expected them to be. Um, maybe not necessarily in the fashion, but a win is a win is a win. Now we're going to have to, as you've said, not just beat the teams we're supposed to beat in the ACC, but maybe grab a couple of victories against teams where when we put the screws to them, if we can find that better than 32% from from the field shooting night, you know, we're going to win a couple of games we, we probably aren't supposed to win. Yeah, and the next game coming up is a classic example of it. You're going to play a middle-of-pack Virginia Tech team, play good on defense, so it's going to be harder to score for them. So we'll see how it goes. you got to beat teams like Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh. Well, we got to win know. on the road, too. Yeah. we got to learn how to well, win on the road. Yeah, well, winning on the road is important, but you, the most important thing is you got to win your home games in the conference. So we'll see how it goes. You're thinking, how, you're thinking Virginia Tech is going to give us trouble? Yeah, I, I definitely. I think every team in the ACC is going to give them trouble. They're not going to blow anybody out by any means. Oh, I see. I see. I see multiple blowouts. You do. I do. I see twenty point victories in the ACC against uh, maybe Wake, maybe I th- Pitt. I, I think what's going to happen is we have yet to have a game, not one game yet. Where they came out and shot like one of those fluky sixty percent games. Well, yeah, they're going to have one of those, and of course they're going to. And when we get those two games where they shoot over fifty percent, they're going to win by twenty eight. Watch, so we're going to get we're going to get a couple of those games. We just haven't gotten a game. I like them to consistently shoot forty four percent, you know, forty two, and see what that looked like. You know, instead of struggling so much from the field. Well, and what happened last night was Pascal played his best game. Of of the year, and I think you called that last. I told you the Chalupa was showing. Yeah, he he had his best game of the year. So he's yeah. a presence, man. He's seven foot two. If we could develop that kid, give him a couple of couple of moves in the paint, he could be devastating. Oh, oh yeah, he was a stat stuffer last night. Five blocks. He had twelve points. So double double. Yeah. Did he have? To, yeah, no, he, had, he had double digit rebounds too. I don't know offhand yeah, how much that's he right. had. So he could go triple double, Pascal. Blocks. 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 Blocks is rebounds. Them. Imagine. Blocks, I, I, rebounds, and points. I could see that in his senior year, maybe. No, I'll, I'll be happy. No, I I'll could be, see that I'll be happy year. with 5, 5, and 5. I could see that against Duke. What year is he now? <laughs> what year is he now? Junior, I think. Junior. Yeah. Junior. Oh. Junior. Yeah. Let's go to break and come on back. Don't just do it every day. Do it several times a day because it feels that good. Ooh, yep, that's what I'm talking about. Get the latest sports headlines, the buzz around the leagues. Follow your favorite hosts and let them know what you think. Did you miss a show on ESPN Syracuse? Just log on to our website. ESPNSyracuse.com ESPN Radio 97.7 100.1 1200 AM and 1440 AM This is the Daniel Baldwin Show It's very disco-y Who is that? Is that uh, No, don't tell me Don't tell me I know who it is I'll just let it play Don't tell me It's uh, 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 um, um, Dave Kahan um, uh, Depeche Mode Thank you Yes One of my favorites uh, really? He was my roommate in rehab. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm as a matter of fact, he did a thing that was so great. So we, we actually moved on together into sober living. And he said to me, uh, so one, one morning he was standing there and he, he did this pose. 
he had like a banana in his hand. He started singing into the banana. And then he turned around, he did these, he said, thank you, good night. And he did like this stretched out thing. And he goes, I only do that when there's 50,000 or more people. He goes, I won't do that one pose. He goes, only 50,000 or more. So I was the only person he'd ever met before that was an American that could make kippers and eggs. And so he, I told him, I bragged that I could make proper kippers and eggs. And he went, oh, come on, Baldwin, you can't make kippers and eggs, mate. You wouldn't know how to do it as an American, blah, blah, blah. And he's giving me this whole thing. So I said, no, I can. And so I went and I bought them and I prepared them for him. And he was like, wow, those are really good. Will you make me breakfast? So I started cooking for the house. But I would not give him his kippers and eggs unless he did the pose. And he started getting really pissy with me about it. He wouldn't do the pose. And I would hold the plate in front of him and go, then I'm not giving them to you. And I literally stand off with him until he would do the pose. Thank you. <laughs> do the whole thing. And then I give him his kippers legs. Yeah, huge. I regret not seeing them at Madison Square Garden. I know, man. They're so hot. He can still sing, too, man. He can belt it out. All ever wanted, all ever needed is here in my <laughs> Did you see this story coming out of Vegas? Vegas Sportsbooks lost 11.4 million dollars on baseball in November because of the Astros winning, but they were still nine point two in, in in the red or in the black because of basketball and football. But they lost a record eleven point four on the Astros winning in well, I would think eleven point four million dollars is nothing. That's what one hotel would lose, I would think. So I mean, is is business in Vegas down so bad? I know people that bet a million dollars on a best on, on a baseball base, baseball game in the uh in the playoffs. I mean, literally, I've known guys that have that kind of money that bet. So $11.4 million, that doesn't seem like a shot. If it's at $11.4 billion, I would say, doesn't that, doesn't that seem like a low number? Yeah, because you'd think they'd make a lot more than that, but they're saying the second largest was in 1999 when the Yankees beat the Braves. That was $6.2 million. So it's, that's Oh, so they're just saying they lost $11.4 million on the series. Yeah, on baseball yeah. that month. So on the series in that month. Right, right, right. So, yeah, and that one... Series. Oh God, they can. That's nothing. That's a spit in the ocean. These people, nothing, nothing. I, I, I mean, I can tell you gambling stories. I was once. Uh, I went down to go see. Uh, a, I was living in Canada, up in Vancouver, and I drove down to see um, Gary Payton play. Gary's an old friend of mine, and they were playing the Phoenix Suns, and Charles Barkley was playing for Phoenix at the time. And I didn't even realize who was playing. And so I called Charles and said, hey, I'm going to be at the game. He said, let's go have dinner afterwards. So I'm I'm waiting uh, in, in like this, uh, it, it was almost like the tunnel that you leave the basketball court from where yeah. they take, take the players through. And so everyone's pretty much gone, and there's myself and you know friends of whatever athletes are waiting, Gary's wife, this one, that one. And this guy's standing there, and he's got this bow tie on in this really official looking jacket with his hat on and as soon as Charles came out of the tunnel I saw Gary was already with me we were waiting for him to go have dinner and this guy looks at me and goes Mr. Barkley and he was English and he put his hand up like that and he goes no man maybe uh, you have my number right and, uh, and the guy looks, he says of course sir. and he said give me a call in a couple hours I'll let you know and so we, we turn around we start to walk away and I went who the hell was that and he goes oh the Hilton sends him with the limo and the Learjet, and they follow me around on the if that I might want to run to Vegas real quick and play tonight, and then oh. they'll fly me. Tomorrow we play Utah, so I've got a quick turnaround. We land in Utah. We leave tonight, the team plane. But this Hilton, <laughs> this Hilton jet, not he didn't ask for yeah. it. Yeah. 
They're just just on the if that him. he might, he plays that kind of money, hundreds of thousands a night back in the day when he was still playing. I don't know what he does now, Charlie. But just on the if that he would come, they follow him in a Learjet. Can you imagine how much that costs to land the plane, the pilot, the stewardess, the limo, the limo driver, docking the plane on the if that he might come? So you know that there's a lot of shekels being thrown around. So for me to hear, you know, that's got to be, to follow him around for a couple of weeks, got to be, you know, yeah. several hundred thousand dollars. Sportsbook alone in 2017 is up $213 million. They, the house in Vegas is one overall. So. Well, you know, that's why if you look at how a line moves, you can actually track. So let's say we're going to take, uh, Pittsburgh ends up inevitably playing New England. If you look at New England comes out a four-point favorite, and then it goes to four and a half, then it goes to five, then it goes to five and a half, that means people are betting on New England, and the line is going up more and more. Just take whenever a line moves more than a point and a half and bet the other way, because most people lose. <laughs> so if you go with the you're a loser theory, most people lose. Honey, what do you think about that? I'm just trying to ex- follow this in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to explain it to myself. We got to wrap up I tomorrow. Love you so much. Tomorrow we'll see the poll results for the bag that yeah. uh, Daniel bought. Robin and we'll uh, maybe have a mystery guest. I think try? we're gonna. I just texted a mystery guest to see. All right, and uh, you can try and stump me. I'm gonna try to stump you. The, oh, I gotta bring in somebody. I gotta load up. All right, for you. And we'll get back at it tomorrow, uh, three o'clock on ESPN Radio. Seriously. Beautiful. Thanks for listening.